Buddhism the means to the the Noble Eightfold Path. Um, so the Noble Eightfold Path is an eightfold way in which one reaches enlightenment. It's a, a combination of the Buddhist teachings to an accessible and a quite easy to follow um, pathway to reach enlightenment. It's also um, the uh, it's part of Magga, so it's part of the, the, the Four Noble Truths. Um, and there's only really a couple of bits that we need to focus on for it. Um, the first bit is, is again, this is where we get bogged down with three, fours and eights, that the threefold way. So the threefold way is the three sections of the eightfold path. Um, wisdom, um, which is uh, understanding um, the world um, and the quality of being wise. Uh, morality, doing right and um, avoiding wrong. Um, and meditation, so mindfulness, etc. Um, and these are the three sections within the, the, the Eightfolded Path. So morality, wisdom, and then meditation. And through these three things, the Buddhists can reach enlightenment. For the Eightfold Path, um, we only actually focus on four, even though there is eight. Um, we focus on right intention, right speech, right action, and right livelihood. We do this because of the more these are the easiest one to access for us, and as well the easiest ones for us to make sense of the of the working world. So first one is the right intention. Right intention is to to resist desire, to intend to show goodwill, and to uh, sort of intend to act on that goodwill. So it's it's the intention being there as as well as always resisting the sorry to intend to resist Tana. And um, the second one, right speech isn't just saying the right thing, it's a avoid, avoiding false speech, so don't lie, it's avoid using words as weapons, so attacking people verbally, avoid hurtful words that you may inadvertently offend people, and to avoid chit-chat and gossip. Um, right action, um, avoid harming living things, avoid taking what's not given to you, so don't stealing, don't kill, don't steal, and avoid sexual misconduct. I'll break those down into a wee bit more understanding when we look at the five precepts which they're also covered into. Um, and the final one, right livelihood, um, don't work with weapons, don't buy and sell living things, um, avoid working in the meat industry and avoid working with pox poisons and intoxicants, so drugs and alcohol kind of thing. So the eightfolded path we only focus on four, right livelihood, action, speech and intention. Now. The questions that come up from this quite often is, well, basically, just tell me what that is, to what, uh, what, tell me a part of the Eightfold Path, and that's you just remembering it and, and bringing it back up in the exam. But the analysis questions of it can be quite subtle, and the analysis questions will ask you, um, is it easier for a monk or a nun, sorry, a monk or a laity to follow the Eightfold Path? Is uh, how important is the Eightfold Path to reach enlightenment? And this is where you need to properly understand what, what you're dealing with. Take the first one, is it easier for a monk or the laity to follow the Eightfold Path? Well, you could do a some other, some other, some other, some other kind of answer structure to it. So some people think the monk's easier to follow the Eightfold Path because they're in a monastery, they're in a community, and quite often isolated from the, the modern world. So they don't have the, the opportunity to gossip or chit-chat or use words as weapons. They may spend their time in deep meditation, so they won't have time to lie or to uh, be distracted by other things. Um, the the for right intention the to resist desire they may not have desires round about them um in order for them to be tempted um right livelihood they don't they don't have a job um because they're not paid any money to sit in the monastery and meditate um so the it's easier for them to resist that um the other things is like how how important is it for path to it so explaining that these things um generate uh, sorry these things 
um, are skillful actions and the uh, skillful actions generate positive karma. Positive karma frees you from samsara um, and you reach nibbana kind of thing. So that's what they're asking you to do, to sort of properly understand the terms and analyse how they work, not what they are, but, but, but how they work.